Well, welcome to Awaken. Welcome to the first of our four evenings together. Um, and tonight, the subject that I've been asked to speak on is can anyone hear God? See, you may have come tonight with all sorts of questions that you've brought with you. For some, your, your question might be, does God speak today? Or it was that just for, you know, the time that when the Bible was being written? Um, or your question might be, you know, can anyone hear God? Or is it just, you know, particular people who can hear his voice? Or, or maybe your question may be a little bit more personal. You might be saying, not simply can anyone hear God, but can I hear God? Because we, we count ourselves out for all sorts of reasons and we're going to be looking at some of those reasons over the next few weeks together but my intention tonight is to help you to help us to see that the bible teaches of a god who speaks to his people and often speaks through his people both then and also now also today because that's the essence of being a prophetic people it's hearing god and sharing it with others. See, right, we look through the Bible. As we, as we look through the Bible, we see a God who desires to know and to speak with his people. Right from the start of creation, he places a couple in a garden where he would be present also. Yet quickly we see that there's an evil one that seeks to make us doubt the voice of God. Now what did the serpent say to Eve? He said, did God really say? Did God really say? The serpent says to Eve. Interesting, isn't it? Eve is tempted to think that she's misheard God. She's tempted to doubt his voice. And as we go through the Bible, we see God speaks to a guy called Abraham, calls him to leave his home and to go to a land that he would show him. He says he'll make him a great nation. God speaks to Moses. He says, I'm bringing you, I'm, I'm sending you to bring my people out of, slave, out of slavery in Egypt. You know, if you know the story, he speaks through a burning bush to Moses. He speaks to, fe he speaks to fearful people like Gideon, and strong leader types like Joshua. He speaks to women like Deborah, men like Isaiah, and he speaks to children like Samuel. We see he speaks to kings like Solomon and shepherds like Amos. He speaks to those that are rebuilding their home like Nehemiah and those who are far away from home like Daniel. The Old Testament scriptures show us a God who speaks to his people. But we don't see all God's people hearing God and speaking God's words to the nation. Rather what we see in the Old Testament is particular people playing particular key roles and it was mostly people assigned as prophets. And when Jesus turns up on the scene uh, he tells a parable saying that anyone who hears what he says and does it is like a person who builds a house on rock rather than sand. Hey, if you were at our devoted festival this year, you'll remember, and you were helping, you'll remember we 
uh, we, we taught this parable that Jesus tells with with puppets and I can tell you it was really good and the kids really loved it but I'm not going to be using puppets tonight um, so yeah so Jesus says anyone who hears what he says and does it is like a person who builds his house on rock rather than sand so he's not a prophet in the sense that he's saying you can build up your life on what God says he's saying I'm God and you can build your life on what I speak that's amazing he says you want to hear what God has to say to you listen to me says Jesus and the crowd are amazed they say wow this is this he's teaching as one who has authority who speaks with authority and it's not only in his teaching um, but it's actually through his death on the cross and through his resurrection we see Jesus making a new and living way for you and I to approach God a way that we can know God where he has demolished the wall that stood between us and God and we can know God and we can hear God then we see the birth of the church in the book of Acts and we get in Acts 2 this account of God the Holy Spirit coming to them and the people having a powerful experience of him and Peter the Apostle explains that that this is the fulfillment of God's promise many years ago the, the, old, the Old Testament prophet Joel and he said there'd be a time when it was as though God's Spirit is poured out not just for one or two but for all men and women old and young and it will mean that they will hear God and share with others what he is saying see in 27 of the 28 chapters in Acts there's an example of God supernaturally revealing something or speaking to people God speaks and it's not just those that we might think are the important ones no it's the normal people too a guy called Ananias who prays for the Apostle Paul and then we don't hear about him again Philip's four daughters it, the, uh, Acts says that they were all prophets those four daughters were prophets I don't know if anyone here has got four daughters um, but can you uh, can you imagine what that's like at tea time at the tea table four daughters hearing God prophets and there's many many other examples so the church begins to grow and spread and in his first letter to the Corinthian church this very kind of fledgling church this new community of believers the apostle Paul gives loads of wisdom about how the gift of prophecy should work in this new community Paul's essentially saying look I really want you to use this gift of prophecy that God speaks to you all and, and that you can share it with one another but make sure you're doing it in a loving way make sure it builds others up and strengthens them make sure it helps them grow in their faith make sure you do it in a way where you're you're not shouting over one another that you can't hear each other make sure that you're considering it considering if it if it kind of has the feel of who God is because you won't always get it right you won't always get it spot on but do you know what that's okay okay so what can we learn from all this well firstly there's a difference between Old Testament prophecy and New Testament prophecy in old, the Old Testament it was mainly specific individuals for key moments in the life of a nation 
In the New Testament, we see it's for every believer in Jesus, for their strengthening, to, for their encouragement, for, to bring comfort um, to other believers. It, uh, uh, and it was to bring attention and glory to Jesus, and it still is. One way that it has been put that you might have heard is that much of the Old Testament prophecy is foretelling. You know, this is what is going to happen in the future. But New Testament prophecy is foretelling. Hey, this is what God says now for this specific situation today. Because we see that living the Christian life is a, is a spirit-filled thing. It's a spirit-led life. It's not just, you know, here are the rules, here's the instructions, now now just get on with it. No, no, we need to hear God's voice. And, and often we'll be helped by hearing God through others. And often we'll help others by hearing God and sharing it with them to help them hear him. That's the wonderful adventure of the Christian life. And God speaks in a variety of ways. And we're going to be looking at some of those ways over the coming weeks. Do you know what? It's amazing that God has given us his written word, the scriptures. God has spoken to human beings through this book, the Bible. It's God breathed. God has spoken. We don't judge it to decide which bits we like, which bits we think he's spoken through or which bits we don't like. No, no, it judges us. We come under it. But sadly, some Christians think that that's where the voice of God ends. You, you, they'll say, you know, you'll only hear the voice of God through reading the Bible. There's no need for the prophetic gift. It's, for, it's not for now. And, you know, I'm not saying that prophecy is equivalent to Scripture. It's equivalent in the weight and truth of Scripture. But, but actually, that same Bible that we treat with such... Um, seriousness tells us that God speaks to his people he speaks through this prophetic gift and that's not to contradict what he said in the Bible but it's to help us and to strengthen us to live out its truth today um, uh, Michael Green who was a, a well-known Christian in the last century um, said this and I found this quite helpful he said prophecy is a particular word for a particular congregation at a particular time through a particular person. Scripture is for all Christians in all places at all times. I find that so helpful when I'm thinking through some of these issues. So what do we mean when we say God speaks to us? You know, we've just touched on the most important way through the words of this book, through the Bible. Let me give you a, an example. This morning I woke up and uh, it wasn't very nice outside. It was a really gloomy day, wasn't it? And uh, you know what, it was raining and it was dark and it was pretty horrible and I woke up a bit grumpy, I have to say. And My reading for that morning was Psalm 74. And as I read it, it talks about God bringing forth water for the earth and drying up rivers when he likes. And he gives the day and the night. And you know, he's made both summer and winter. It's a wonderful psalm that speaks of the greatness of God. And uh, as I read it, I kind of thought, yeah, OK, yeah, you're right, God. Yeah, I've got no reason to be grumpy just because of the weather this morning. No, no, you are great and you're in charge, even of the seasons and even of the weather. And even this morning, you're in charge. God speaks through his word. But how else? 
Do we actually audibly hear the voice of God? Well, maybe. And, you know, I've met people who have said they've heard the audible voice of God speaking to them. But more usually it's through, you know, pictures in our mind or, or perhaps even just a sense of something that, that God is doing or saying. Or maybe it's through the world that God's made. Through actually you're going to walk and see something in nature and you sense God speaking. Maybe it's through music. Perhaps maybe through dreams. I'm going to look at that over the next few weeks. Perhaps it's through another Christian that we hear God's voice. And prophetic words don't have to be complicated either. In fact, some of the most powerful words have not been kind of long, um, theologically full words in my life. No, no, some of the most powerful ones have been very simple words that have really spoken seriously to me. And often some of these words have come through children. And that brings me to one of my final points that, you know, it's not simply what we might think of as special people or clever people that God speaks to. God speaks to ordinary people. God speaks to people like you and I. God speaks to adults and God speaks to children. We don't need to be remarkable in order to hear God. We just need to be willing to listen. Because at the heart of the prophetic gift is relationship. God the Father speaking to his children. The problem is sometimes we forget that we're God's child. Or we think, you know what, he's, perhaps he's not really interested in me. Or, hey, perhaps he's not a good father. Listen, he's really interested in speaking to you and he really is a good father. In fact, he's the perfect father. And that's why it's so important. That's why we keep talking at Jubilee week in, week out about how great and good God is and what our new identity in Christ is, you and I. That we've been that we're loved children of God the Father because of Jesus and all He's done. And do you know what? It's from that place of security that we can live out the Christian life in all its fullness. The Christian adventure. See, that really helps us as well, knowing our identity in Christ and knowing who we are. It helps us when we're worried about, well, what if I what if I hear God or get it wrong? What if, what if I, I speak it out to someone but I, and I get it wrong? Do you know what? If that happens, what are you? You're still, still God's child. This doesn't change. It doesn't change. Yeah, you may have got it wrong, but do you know what? You're still God's child and you can, you can um, almost kind of have a go um, knowing that you're God's child and he will use you and he will shape you over time. Can anyone hear God? Even better than that, you can hear your Father in heaven. And you can help others hear your Father's voice too. It's amazing. So there's still loads of questions, perhaps even more that, do you know what, I haven't answered tonight. But hey, we're going to have plenty of time in the next few weeks. I've said nothing about prophetic words for people who aren't Christians. Nothing about how do we know if it is God speaking to us or perhaps it's just a touch of indigestion other questions that you might now have but the point of this talk isn't to answer all those in this short time we have together it's to help us to see that God speaks today and wants to speak to you and me and through you and me 
Hey, well, thanks for listening, and uh, we're going to move on with the evening. Thanks. <laughs>